0: The voice of truth. Thank you for listening to Preaching the Word with Nathan Deach. Thank you for joining me again for another lesson in the mysteries of God's Word. Today, we're going to start at Genesis chapter 2, verse 4, and just talk about the rest of Genesis chapter 2. It starts out talking about these are the generations of the heaven and the earth when they were created. Anytime we see this wording in Genesis, we understand that it's talking about the generations of men, the generations, the people that came from this event. And this event that's being described is the creation of heaven and earth. So these are the people that came from the creation of heaven and earth. And in fact, it's describing the creation of Adam and Eve. So this is zooming in, if you will. It's to be associated directly with the previous chapter, the seven-day creation. But God is zooming us in here on the creation of his crowning creation, mankind. And we see a little bit more revealed in verses 5 and 6 of what the pre flood earth looked like, the place that God had originally created. We start to see that there was no rain on the land and that there was a mist that was going up from the land. Some translations say springs that were coming up and feeding the land, that was watering the whole face of the ground. The best translation would be that there was a flow. It's indicating that water came up from underneath the ground like springs, and they fed the whole earth in an uninterrupted cycle of water. Then we see the Lord forming the man from the dust of the ground. He breathes into his nostrils the breath of life. But we really need to slow down here. God is forming man. From the dust of the ground. This is not something he did with any part of the rest of his creation. Every other aspect of the creation, God spoke and it happened. Right here, God is intimately forming man out of the dust. Can you think of a time, perhaps, when you were at the beach and you were playing in the sand? and you were forming a sand castle, or you were forming something in the sand, God is forming man out of the dust of the ground. He's working it. This is a special project for God. And when God is finished forming man out of the dust, and he has his finished product, he breathes the breath of life, Into the nostrils that he's formed, and the man becomes a living creature. That's quite an event. It's very special how the Lord took the time to form man as a special creation. It says, Then he took man and he put him in the Garden of Eden, which he had also formed. And in that garden, the Lord sprung up every tree that was pleasant, both for sight and for food. And the tree of life was in that garden. And so was the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now, as we go on reading, we learn about some rivers. We learn about some precious stones. But in verse 18, the Lord God says, it's not good that the man should be alone. This is the first time in all of creation that God said something is not good. And what does he say is not good? The first time God says something is not good, it's that man should not be alone. And what does God bring forth when he sees something isn't good? He says, I will make a helper for him. God brings forth woman. Now, before the Lord is going to bring Adam a helper, Adam has to go through a period of waiting and perhaps even realization of what he needs. For we see in verses 19 and 20 that God had brought to Adam all of the livestock and all of the beasts of the field and even all of the birds of the heavens to come before Adam to see what Adam would name them. Now, you can only imagine they were coming to Adam as God called the animals, and there was, there was the boy horse and there was the girl horse, there was the boy cow, and there was the girl cow. So you had the bull and the cow. And every pair came up to Adam, and eventually he must have realized all of these animals come in boy and girl. And I'm a boy, but I don't have a partner. And as Adam goes through all of these animals and realizes that none of them are Fit or made or created for him, he realizes there is no helper here for him. God is allowing Adam to process his need for a helper that is suitable and created just for him. After this procession of animals, the Lord God causes a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And as Adam slept, the Lord took one of his ribs. And with the rib, the Lord God made woman, and he brought her back to Adam. Now when Adam sees Eve, he is excited. He says, This at last is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. You can only imagine, finally Adam sees someone Like him, someone who is the same as he, but made for him. And while Eve is obviously something quite different than Adam, she is human. She is made for Adam, and he is ecstatic. And finally, at the conclusion of chapter two, we see how marriage is to be a distinct union between a man and a woman that creates a separate entity from their parents. Verse 24 says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother, and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and unashamed. Here we see marriage instituted by God in the Garden of Eden with no shame. And this is how marriage is to be understood. Marriage and sexual union between one man and one woman under the authority of God is beautiful. There is no shame in what God has created. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to our next meeting. Understanding the Mysteries of God's Word. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understandings.